everybody. Welcome to the Anna and After Show. We're here for part two of the anime premieres, which ones you should be watching. Uh, James has watched most all of them, and Jackie and I are playing catch up by um, only watching the good ones and then talking about them here. <laughs> oh, good for you guys. Yeah, James is our filter. Uh, you, so is, we're not going to talk about the pig anime today. We're not talking oh, about the pig anime. Oh, the pig that. anime did not happen. It does not exist. I have all these notes. <laughs> um, no. What? What what pig anime? What are oh, we talking Oh, Jackie. No, I don't want to know, actually. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so, anyway, if you're trying to still figure out what to watch, um, the anime preview guide is pretty much wrapped up at this point. Uh, we've got a couple stragglers that'll come in at the end of the week, but most all of the fall anime premieres are there right now, and we also have a poll that's live if you want to vote for our poor reviewers' fates, which shows that they're going to cover uh, for the upcoming season. This includes both Jackie and James. So, you know, put your votes for what you most want to read about or what you most want to torture them with. And then I, I'll be giving them their assignments. Oh God, I would <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to say this, but I swear to God, you guys, if you vote for the pig anime, I will never forgive you. That is the worst thing I have seen in so long. It's uh that sounds t I don't even uh, know what we're talking about. And I don't want to know what we're talking about. What is this uh, anime called? It's called uh, Buta Reba. The man who turned into a pig. I just need to see this. Was this in the watch party? Uh, we did watch the trailer for... And Why don't I remember this? For, well, I mean, surface level, it's a cute little pig. He's oh my just, god, this yeah. pig's so cute. What's wrong with y'all? He is um, a pervert. Ah, dang. <laughs> of course he had to go and do that. I was like, this pig's cute and fat. He is really cute and shiny and like, oh. Actually, like, the animation's not bad in this yeah. trailer. Yeah. Oh, people would like uh, the the. Pole. I vaguely okay. I remember this now. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad anyway. pig. He's a bad pig. He's a bad pig. All he does is think perverted thoughts, and the maid he's living with is psychic, so she has to hear all of his perverted thoughts, and he doesn't care that he oh, makes nice. her hear all of his perverted thoughts. So. Oh no, she's like down. She's like, oh hey, I made my skirt shorter because I heard you wanting to look at my panties, so I did that for you. And I'm also like 16, so. So oh my sorry. gosh! Yeah, no. I'm. Don't make anybody watch that. Yeah, and yeah. whoever is watching that, I mean, you know, <laughs> teach their own. I'm never. I'm not going to say anything mean. Teach yeah. their own. Yeah. Moving um, on. So we won't be talking about that anime in particular, but we do have a whole handful that we're going to talk about today. Um, before we get to that, I just want to touch back on a conversation that we were having before this went live. Um, I've been playing Baldur's Gate, and I romance the Mind Flayer, and I have no shame. So I just thought everyone should Let's know. Let's not get into Boulder Gate romance. That you can <laughs> hook up with the tentacle face man. You can have him keep the tentacles the whole time. Just letting you know that's that is an option. I'm gonna go ahead and say that if you don't ask him to keep the tentacles the whole time, you're playing Baldur's Gate incorrectly. I'm gonna say that if you don't ask him to keep the tentacles the whole time, you're a coward. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just like, I'm like I'm not gonna make any commentary on this. I literally think I talked to him and I saw that option and didn't even like for a second entertain it. I was like, I just didn't even. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be like that'd be like joining up with Starfleet, seeing all the cool and weird alien strange that you can hook up with, and then looking at McCoy and being like, you know what? I'm gonna stick with McCoy. No one's gonna do that. I mean, no offense to McCoy. But 
<laughs> I guess, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's the latest of my Baldur's Gate adventure. I'm doing that, and I'm also um, committing an act of domestic terrorism by blowing up a foundry. So that's where we first left off. We have invaded the foundry. We're going right. to put a bomb in there and just blow it up. Because F you, Gortash. I'm not, yeah. I'm not down for your business. So anyway, um, moving on, moving right along. We have about six shows. I don't know if we will get to all of them, but we're definitely going to try. Um, I think we should start strong and go with Spy Family. How do you guys feel about Yay. that? You want to talk Spy Well, James Family? didn't watch Spy Family. Oh, you're I right. I, I, I'm the odd one out. But I'm going to go ahead and say I did see the new OP. Yeah. And uh, hell yes. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'd like to know uh, what both of you guys think of the new opening animations by Masaki Yuasa, the guy who did Inuo, um, it was Kaiba. Nice. Um, it was pretty. Yeah. I'll watch anything pretty. that guy yeah, does. So. They, yeah. um... I mean, Spy Family, what was so great about it returning was, like, it's just so Spy Family. Like, there's mm -hmm. just no other anime like it. And the music, um, which I was just like, gosh, I, I missed this and I needed this. And um, we were telling James earlier that this um, episode didn't, it wasn't like you missed a canon event or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it was very, it was really just, like, cute and fun. But um, it was just so nice to see them all again. And I was just, like, very happy to see the family and them just having, like, a cute little, you know, romantic comedy adventure. So, yeah, um, yeah I like I liked the opening song. I liked the ending song. I thought this episode was super cute. And, yes, it's filler, but it was, like, very funny and just, like, I miss them. So I'm happy. Yeah. Now, am I remembering right? Did you guys say that someone gets shot in the butt? Yeah, so yeah. we won't so, spoil. Yeah, yeah. The the whole like what kicks off the plot is that you know Yor gets shot in the butt during a job, and as, um, as, as happens in her line of work, and she's got to hide how much pain she's in the whole time. So she just appears uh, very grumpy uh, throughout. She's just the episode. Off, yeah, she's in pain, so she's yeah. just like not in a good mood, and. Um, Lloyd is like, what did I do? She's upset. I'll let Lindsay finish, but it's yeah. like, it's just hilarious. It's super so, cute. Yeah. Lloyd thinks she's just, you know, kind of fed up with the arrangement. And so he's like, oh, I need to try and like take her out on date, like wine and diner. It's for, it's for the good of the mission to keep the family, everyone in the family happy. And Anya, you know, can read everyone's thoughts. So she knows her mom has been shot. And then she also, so she thinks that's amazing that her mom can survive that. And that her, <laughs> her dad um, is not, you know, doing a great job. So he ends up, uh, she ends up teaming up with Frankie to like spy on them during the date the whole time. And Lloyd taking her to a whole bunch of different places and her just like seemingly grump. Cause she doesn't want to sit down. I was going to say, are they all places where sitting down is like a requirement? Yeah. Like getting a massage. <laughs> they were in the movie theater movie. and it was like, she's standing the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. really funny. Like was I was really like, funny. uh, T tandem mountain bike, right? Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good idea. That one's not in there. But my favorite bit in the entire thing is that um, it turns out that there's a, um, a, a spy for the other side at the restaurant that they're at, right? And he recognizes Yor. So he's planning to, like, do her in at the restaurant. But Anya's been spying the whole time with Frankie, and she can read his mind. And so the script goes with him, like, thinking exactly all the ingredients required to make a bomb and where they're located in like the, the cleaning cabinet. Like I need such and such jug that's on the right hand shelf or whatever. By the time it gets in there, Anya's in there and she's manufactured a bomb based on reading his thoughts, that's a peanut funny. bomb and throws it at him. 
And I thought it was pretty funny. Um, My favorite part is we're spoiling the whole thing for James. I'm sorry. Not that there is anything super okay. worthwhile. Um, yeah. um, but it's uh, your orders a glass of wine and it's blowfish poison. And it's like really like blowfish is it's a problem i think of people getting like it's people really want to eat it in japan um and then there's like the risk of getting like really terrible poisoning and so um this this like assassin like puts all this blowfish blood in there and like your just drinks it and she's like oh my pain's gone and she's like i got a good <laughs> yeah. little buzz going on and you're like and then it's like subtitles and it's like oh this is uh she's immune to all poisons and yeah try this at home and i was just like just yours perfect like she yeah drink blowfish blood and poison and be fine well, i'm glad i'm glad she's getting a little more attention because i always felt like she was she's my she was my favorite of the trio and i always felt like she kind of got the short end of the stick when it comes to just getting like funny stuff to do that wasn't yeah like a sub sub story so that's that's cute that sounds really fun yeah she's the most popular character whenever we go to cons um I think she's the one of the most cosplayed. And whenever I ask people who their current anime crush is, it's like your is always in the mix, if not yeah. like the clear winner. Yeah. So it is funny. Like your needs more attention. Like she's definitely like the favorite, I think, out yeah. of the trio. I have heard I love that Anya and Lloyd, but it's just right. like your is just she's awesome. I've heard for this season overall, your is gonna have a more active role. And like if you watch either the trailer or the opening sequence, it seems like her assassin job is really going to get um, into the mix with this. And there might be like a team of count, like other assassins that are going to be a focus or something like that. So I, I think we're going to get to see more like your action this season, which I'm looking forward to. I want a spy family, buddy daddy's crossover. Yeah. 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 They were on at the same time, weren't they? Or no, no, no. They were like a season apart or something. But I kept in just thinking, I'm like, God, these are so similar, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Like yeah. The, the two daddies take a European vacation and they run into Lloyd and Yor and Anya. And then the two girls get into like a, they have like a little Rugrats adventure. And Yeah. I was thinking oh. that Jetsons Flintstones movie that yeah. came out when we were kids. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Iconic. <laughs> yeah. About that in a while. Yeah. So, I mean, otherwise, you know, it's like uh, business as usual spy family i'm just glad to have it back um i wonder if it'll get as much attention this time around just because the season is so packed and there's so much good stuff to choose from like it's i don't know and you know second my family is so unique though like yeah what anime is like <laughs> buddy daddies but besides <laughs> buddy daddies like i and, and the thing is buddy daddies and spy family are different because spy family has this like retro world it just has its own unique look it's like kind of like victorian european you know like but it's it's its own you know oh yeah did you ever play the professor layton games jackie no oh that like, for, like nintendo 3ds nintendo ds and stuff they're puzzle mm -hmm. games that have like an overarching story and they're a little bit sherlocky yeah but a little more cartoony um i don't know it but they the end up getting an anime movie eventually based on the games so. right Ooh. They need, yeah, I want another. I, mean, I feel like Spy Family is such a built-in audience. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I, I was, think so too. I was, I was lamenting the other day because um, uh, I saw an ad for the Frasier revival that's coming out. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. My wife made some comment, and I was like, "Honey, you've no idea. I used to watch Frasier all the time back in the day." It's and weird how many sitcoms I watched as a kid. Yeah, right? no, it was on. Uh, it was on like it was like mm -hmm. The Simpsons. 
then Seinfeld, yeah. and yeah, then Frasier. Am I yeah. wrong? Like, no, that yeah. was the lineup. And then you would just... Yeah. I mean, I just, I, and anime has kind of an up on a lot of current Western media right now. With, there are some longer running shows like uh, uh, Jackie, before we started recording, you were talking about um, the One Piece anime that's been going for a billion years. Yeah. But um, I, I miss back when you could have like a comfy, cozy sitcom that could just be on for like eight years. And like you just every week you tune in and you'd have your sitcom. And now it's like you're lucky if it even gets a few seasons. Yeah. Yeah. They are so. quick to act stuff now. New Girl lasted for quite a while. That's the last one. Hell yeah. yeah. That show yeah. rules. But point being, I feel like Spy Family is like the, yeah, it's a shonen, you know, it's an action kind of adventure series. But really, I think it, it's mostly like a family sitcom. And I think people like being able to just hang out with the, with the family every week. So I don't think the audience is going. My question for Spy Family, is it ever going to get like super dark? It's like super... <laughs> like just cute you know what i mean and so i think like there is the potential for darkness right because we have this really awful civil war going yeah they are spies like so i'm like there is the potential for like shit to hit the fan yeah also, with the witch girl i think we saw her get like pretty dark ones right she I'm, like, basically talked about like children starving to death or something yeah like and like going through war. some really bad stuff so like yeah so I, that and that was when I was like, "Wow, are they ever gonna like go there?" Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they won't. But um, yeah, I I do I do like Spy Family for being like my easy to watch, haha, you know, kind of yeah. anime. Which yeah. some of the other ones we have on the list are not the case. So yeah, <laughs> actually, like the next one, the next one I've got pulled up. Um, I thought we we we'd just get Kingdoms of Ruin right out of the way yeah. since we all watched that. Um, when we saw this during the trailer watch party, Jackie um, and James, I think we all thought it looked pretty good. I remember mm -hmm. it being like a contender for our list. It had that like magic mix up with um, science. Uh, the world like looked really neat and the attacks and everything looked really neat. And before we get into it, I do think that most of the animation sequences in this first episode looked pretty good. Like, really solid animation. Pretty, I thought so too. Yeah. Most of the shows that we're going to talk about have really solid animation. That's the thing I still remain pretty um, surprised by is that I feel like more than half, two thirds, perhaps three fourths of the shows that premiered the season all look really competently animated. Um, yeah. They could fall off at, you know, by episode three or something, but a lot of strong starters. Um, I was really surprised and i got a heads up um when we got screeners for the show that uh it was just really dark in and establishing that via really strong misogynistic violence that yeah, i was yeah. not expecting from the trailer really at all so that was out of left field um yeah which like uh was kind of disheartening because it's like you said like i thought just watching the first half of it before like all that craziness goes down which i'm sure like you know we'll dive into but like it starts off there's like this girl she's a witch she's got really cool ice abilities she's got this like really playful it didn't seem weird to me relationship with yeah, her no, like, like a men just, mentorship like, sort yeah, of yeah big sister, or big sister. brother yeah. yeah and like she says like one thing where she's like oh do you like older women but it wasn't like it didn't creep me out it wasn't weird yeah um and 
I love this whole world of their, like, you know, some omnipotent God, right. Was like, which is protect the human beings, you know? And, um, the, the last line of this episode, like really got me. Cause, um, like I, for, I forgot if it was the, the girl who gets unalived. I'm like, how yeah. do I say that nicely? It was really badly unalived, but, um, or some, some like line it ends on. And it's like, um, like the omnipotent God was like, please protect human beings because they're, they're sensitive and they're, they're scared. They're timid. I think they're timid. The yeah. yeah. And then you see all of them like laughing and like uh, acting terrible. And it's more of a commentary on how like awful humanity has become. It's not like the witches have gotten, you know, are these horrible monsters. It's uh, that the humans have just become really, really evil and and i got really intrigued by the whole concept right but then like Lindsay was saying we see the like unaliving of this character and i like literally was like almost crying and i was like i don't even know these two and i'm like getting super like what in the f is going on like it was just like a little it was a little much um i don't know if you guys want to give your your if you want to talk about the scene more in depth yeah whatever yeah i just wanted to like add real quick if people are thinking about watching it so they kind of know what they're signing up for um so the the ice character her name's chloe and the government the human government has decided to eradicate witches in order to um have human domination and because they're mad about magic like being a power that they can't utilize. And it's kind of true, like, witches actually aren't human, even though they look completely human. Yeah, they're like a different had, species, almost. It's like they're a different species, almost, is kind of how they're they're referred to in this. And um, they arrest Chloe and um, Adonis is the main character's name, which, anyway, <laughs> anyone who names their kid Adonis is just, like, so presumptuous <laughs> based on what that character is from mythology. But anyway... Well, I, I got Ad- Adonis Creed. He is uh, a real badass. So I want to I want to shout out at least Adonis Creed from the Creed movies. But oh, usually I would have... Michael B. Jordan. Are we doing yes. a Michael B. Jordan shout out? Okay. Michael B. Jordan gets to be named Adonis. He's yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He really is that cool that you can pull that off. But yeah. anyway. So they, they get uh, arrested and brought back to the kingdom where the king decides to basically make a show of executing Chloe in front of a riotous cloud who crowd who has smartphones so they can record and take pictures. He strips her topless in front of everyone, um, executes her. And then if that wasn't enough, then a firing squad goes down on her. And then he also beheads her all at once. And, you know, Adonis, of course, this is a revenge story. So Adonis is immediately like filled to the brim with revenge against humans and apparently for reasons we don't know is then um incarcerated in like maximum security uh confinement chamber and like kind of like almost looks like a science experiment or something in there but anyway that's within like the first half and then the second half we meet doroka who i like by the way that's the pink-haired girl you know she's she's a She's a slave because they're also enslaving humans from other places now, even though they've eradicated witches and they're going to sell her into uh, sexual servitude um, with a, and the guy who's leading that is a really bad gay stereotype that you see in anime sometimes where it's called the Okama stereotype, where it's a, a very masculine appearing man, but like he'll have like a five o'clock shadow, but then blue eye shadow, like really, um, 
bright, like kind of not good looking makeup and then usually take on an feminine affect of his voice. And he's wearing like a tied top or whatever. And so, I mean, that has a history of appearing in anime. I don't like it. It's yeah. And he's going to sell her into sexual servitude. She breaks free and then is able to steal his phone and imitate his voice in order to free everyone who's been imprisoned and get Adonis out. And that's where it ends. Um, I will probably still watch episode two. It feels weird to say that. Um, I haven't really watched like a trashy revenge story in a long time. And there's a lot of elements of this that like are egregious. I would not sign off on. I don't condone or anything, but I'm still sort of interested and might yeah. give it one or two more episodes to see how it goes now that he's free and Doroka has joined the cast. But if, like, episode two comes out with, like, more, like, sexual assault sort of stuff, I'll be out. Like, I don't yeah. I don't need that. That's kind of how I felt about it. Like, what is, I, I there were, like, I, I liked the world. Like, yeah. I, I liked what yeah. I had seen about, like, the witches and, and this, like, humanity, um, you know, falling and, and you know, like, what, what's going to happen? And then also, like, the story of revenge and everything. I was just like that was brutal the way that they unalive that girl. Yeah. And um it definitely but the one thing that I was thinking while watching it is like this is the first time in a long time that I've watched a first episode and I've just felt like I got like slapped in the face. Like I yeah. was like what did I just watch? You know what I mean? So I'm like th this is the thing with that though. Like I kind of got this way with Attack on Titan a little bit. Like you can only tick so much of that, and then you just kind of get like desensitized. desensitized. Yeah, I yeah. hate to say that, but you're just yeah. like, I'm over it. Like this is just like, like you can't like be bringing that out constantly. Like it's yeah. just like it's one like I just think a, a really poor writing choice. It's like, don't you have like anything better to do than yeah. just like, clean up like hard yeah. stops like this? But um, like I just see so much potential with the world. So I'm like. I'm in it. I'm going to watch a couple more episodes, but I definitely was like, if it continues to be like that, like shocking, like we've talked about this before with Made in Abyss and some of the other heavy yeah. ones. Like I'm not the type to watch Spy Family or like Fruits Basket or something like that's. I like stuff that's violent, but I'm also like, you know, like I like kind of more like action where it's yeah. like they're fighting for something bigger or greater if it's just like unnecessary cruelty and violence all the time like unnecessary that kind of just like i'm like i don't know dude so yeah. i don't know uh yawn asked if i'm wearing these on purpose these are my glasses they're prescription really That's yeah, I, I thought i thought they might have also been like they're um new. they're new but they're blocks so that not only are they sorry this is a terrible segue not related to anime at all, at all but i saw someone ask about it uh yeah. they helped me because like i got a really bad concussion and so when i'm on air that it helps with the lights so yeah I, I was wondering if it was a color filter at all yeah yeah i've seen those for that before yeah, yeah. so anyway yeah. james yeah. do you have anything you wanted to add on kingdoms of, of ruin like yeah i mean i uh it's funny i was just um i think retro question retro crush tweeted out the this little twitter prompt on um what was like the first horror anime you watched and it brought me back to uh to gantz oh god gantz yes and yeah. I'm kind of looking at this show in the same way that I look at, at Gantz, where, like you said, it, it's trash, like on purpose, like it yeah. is, you know, gritty, sleazy. Um, but of the trashy edgelord, like teenage notebook uh, revenge shows we've seen, 
um, between this and uh, Ragnar Crimson and um, uh, Berserk of Gluttony, I think this was far and away the best executed of them. Oh, okay. Um, I thought the world was the most interesting. I thought the characters were the most interesting. And so um, for me, I agree with Jackie where the, the my issue with the the assault stuff isn't just that it you know it's it's something that is just a, a really huge turnoff for a lot of people just by very nature of its content it is kind of just lazy writing right yeah. it's like how do we show that the bad guys are bad well let's show them do like the most taboo things that we can like legally show in an anime right that's like yeah. it's a shortcut if yeah. the show had something to say about like the way that governments can weaponize misogyny in you know in their efforts to create propaganda or the way that um you know uh, social media because they're integrating like this smartphone technology with this fantasy culture if it was if it had something to say about the way that social media like desensitizes people to this stuff and makes it easier for us to um normalize or or um to, uh, to other people right i think that would be a different story but nothing in this first episode gives the impression yeah. that it's going for anything that deep. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I, I also hope that they tone it down because I genuinely do want to see more. I think the world is really cool. Um, I think there's a lot of potential for like some dumb fun. Yeah. But they, they just can't keep going back to that well just because it's like the shocking, gritty thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because at, I'm worried that they'll set Doroka up to that. Like that she's that's like that they're always going to put her in those sorts of positions. Cause I, most of the reason why I want to watch it is for her. Cause I, I found her like really likable, like with the puppet mm -hmm. thing to like soothe her friend and then taking her friend's spot and then, you know, escaping and getting the phone and freeing everyone. Like she seems like a cool hero. And I liked how she, you know, how, just how she was used in this episode otherwise. Um, but if, you know, if they do a bunch of gross stuff to her constantly, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. stick around for that. Okay. Yeah. So that one, I agree with James though, like, um, because I was super excited about Ragna Crimson and Berserk Gluttony, longer name than that, but I, is that, is it just so it's just Berserk. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think, obviously Eminence, like, you know, there's like just a lot of shonens on my plate. And I actually thought this one had like, it was like, it was heavy and intense, but it was like, I was like, gosh, I haven't had a first episode kind of hit me like that much, but is yeah. it going to be overkill? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, to lighten things up, I thought the next one we could talk about is the 100 girlfriends that really, 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 really love you. I don't know if I, I didn't see this one, but I oh. want to hear about it. So. Okay, oh, the so, show is funny yeah. as hell. <laughs> this, this show is. I thought it was really funny. Um, I also uh, think people might misjudge it at first, just as being like another harem comedy about a guy who happens to get 100 girlfriends. But like, there's a lot of parody in it of like making fun of other anime or anime references. Like there's a part that re like references Tokyo Ghoul in here and he gets like the Tokyo Ghoul eye. Um, there's isn't other their like school named after like Anohana or something like isn't that the name of their school? I, I need to go back and watch that because there was definitely like a little note next to it where they like told you what his school name was, but I didn't it didn't uh, click with me. Nicholas Dupree is in the chat though, and I bet he knows. So we can just wait for him to chime in on that because he's a big fan of the manga. But like real quick, like story wrap up. If you didn't watch the trailer watch party, the main character here, his name's Rentaro. He's been rejected 100 times. And then he goes to a shrine because he's about to enter high school and he just wants a girlfriend. He just wants to have that experience, you know, and 
the god of the shrine appears and says like hey yeah i was watching a uh, castle in the sky on tv and i like messed up your your <laughs> paperwork and so uh you have a hundred soulmates instead of just one and um if you don't love all of them uh they'll die so yep. whomever soulmate you don't love that soulmate will die and unfortunately rentaro has enough love for everyone he's a genuinely nice guy uh caring uh considerate he's not like the typical pervy harem protagonist but he's also not the typical like what do you mean they like me harem protagonist yeah. he's usually one or the other like they're either like a horn dog or he, they're he like... has a pulse he's yes. interested he's interested in these girls but also he like genuinely does not want them to die just because you know because he couldn't choose yeah so the first two girls he meets in high school are, are these two and their names are escaping me right now james i don't know if you have notes for what they're i are. i decided before the show even started that i am going to pay i'm gonna there's pigtails and then uh -huh. there's a uh, pink hair yeah and that is as far as i'm gonna get until the show gives me any indication that i will need to know them more than that because a hundred girls is a lot and <laughs> i only have so much mental uh hard drive capacity for names. yes yeah, uh, Nick has let us know that their names are Hikari and Karane, which are kind of interesting names. They're, those aren't names you see all the time. And they're playing up stereotypical, like, archetypes. Like, uh, the pigtailed girl is a sundere. Like, she does the various stere stereotypical, like, it's not because I like you or anything sort of stuff all the time. She'll, she'll say that right after she confesses to liking him in front of his face. Yeah, so, yeah. Like so like they instantly like him um pink-haired girl is a little more conniving and thirsty like she comes up with a really convoluted way to get him to share the same can of soda with her so they can have that indirect kiss moment kind of thing um but he he openly proposes to them um can we can you both be my girlfriends like i will love both of you so can you guys just like both be my girlfriends and like they work it out and decide to do that and obviously they'll be more girls um the ending sequence is adorable it's really yes. cute uh it has those like night like 90s chibi vibes or something going on um something that i think is worth mentioning because this was like a reservation i had just based on the premise and i think the yeah. show does a good job of of clarifying this none of these girls are being like brainwashed right? yeah this is like this is fate it was written by the gods. They they genuinely love each other within the the rules of this goofy sitcom universe. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like these girls are are being. Um, this isn't like a hypnosis thing or a, yeah. you know they're they're suddenly their entire personalities are changing. The idea is that there are a hundred people out there that are also looking for love, and it just so happens that their destined soulmate is this one guy. Yeah. So, and I think that makes it a lot more wholesome because it doesn't feel like a wish fulfillment story. Yeah. It, it genuinely feels like, what if we took these cliches and ramped them up to their most ridiculous extreme? Yeah, it's really funny. And I, I would almost say that like the over-the-top absurd humor is a little more important than the like, the like, will they, won't they, or like, oh, feelings that you might get from like a harem like this like this is writing pretty high on how absurd it is yeah. it doesn't it's not taking itself overly seriously about um like the internal logic of it or anything like that <laughs> yeah. like no i mean they, it's like they know they're in an anime right they reference yeah. the fact that they're in a show constantly so yeah is, yeah i think there's some fourth wall breaking that goes on too so like if you were thinking like oh i i don't you know i don't really fuck with harem i don't that's not my thing i'm not interested in it 
see if you find the first episode funny. And if that humor like jives with you, it, it I think it could be pretty entertaining. So uh, Mulamar in the chat asked, do you think this series would work if the genders are swapped? And I honestly do. I think that's what makes the show funny is that it it's not, at least so far, it's not like framed in a way or it, there's not so much emphasis on like male gazy fan service or yeah that i mean their skirts are short and like yeah, the pink hair like, girls again, voluptuous but i mean it's not like it's not like the camera's if, like on if her it were a girl right they were you know all the guys would you know they'd be shirtless at yeah yeah points. and you know it's yeah. i i'd say it is about as wholesome as a premise like this could possibly be executed yeah while still having that that bite and yeah. um uh, Thought Prison brought up Best Friend A, which is another really funny yes. gag at the beginning, where it's like his friend from junior high is there, and there is his best friend, but he's just referred to Best Friend A because he's never going to show up again. And he says, uh, uh, this is the last time I'm going to see you. So, <laughs> yeah, like he says like a bunch of things to him about how like pathetic his love life or whatever is, and he's like, "Yo, that's really mean." He's like, "Well, I mean, I'm never going to see you again." And then he like walks off screen. He's like, "Best Friend A," you know, yeah. like I yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of like funny gags it's definitely poking fun at itself for sure uh yeah okay um and another really, one really well animated so yes it's also really well animated like most everything else we're gonna it did look pretty that's yeah. definitely one i won't be watching so yeah, it's fine. It's fine. i was like yay <laughs> that's nice um jackie do you want to you and james talk about vexations of a vampire princess this is one of the ones i didn't get to today because i got sleepy so yeah um so my thoughts um i don't know how much more i'm gonna watch of this one i didn't okay. really love it uh okay. i think that so basically like james tell me if i miss anything on the synopsis here this girl is a vampire she likes to sleep in her cushy little princess room she doesn't like blood like she is a shut-in like she just likes to do her own thing i was honestly like this is a great life um yeah. she just <laughs> sleeps and yeah. um, I think she like said something in her sleep that she like she was willing to get a job or something. And her dad's like, great, I'm going to make you one of like these vampire lords and really kind of weird. But again, it's anime. So this didn't like it wasn't like, a oh, God, I hate this. But yeah. um, the like empress kisses her in her sleep to make her one of the lords. And then she meets the empress. And the empress is like, let me grab your boobs. And like and um. then the other one's like don't you're scaring her and i know it's like all supposed to just be like funny but it was just like i was like okay like it's the, just the not my is, cup of tea. very horny yeah it's oh, very, yes. yeah and yeah. it's like yeah, very horny and it's um so like mind you there are shows that are horny that have a lot of great action which i'm here for right so um which actually like the animation's solid and the part where the guy gets his head cut off yeah. James was actually like hilarious yeah. and very well animated and very yeah, that's dark the, that's and bloody. the best joke in the whole episode. yeah um so basically like the other big part of it is that she's incredibly weak like she's okay. not a strong vampire but like they're trying to sell her as like this lord right so mm -hmm. she's supposed to be like so strong her maid is actually really really strong and that's like the whole like gimmick is like she's we should know that the whole thing is that there's like this eternal battle royale of like monster angel demon vampire armies happening and so she has to like constantly in order to keep her position she has to like lead her army into into victory against all these other beasties and monsters and stuff and so that's why she has to be like set up as a super powerful figure because yeah uh it yeah. was just it was like 
if it's trying to be very funny, I just didn't find it very funny. Like it was just like not my humor. Like there's this part where she's like, please don't ever leave me and like believe how strong I am. And I'm really strong and never even think about leaving me. And if you think about leaving me, you're awful. And like, it's like, she's an army of men and they're all fawning over her. Mm. I'm just kind of like, it's funny, but it's not like, it's not like cracking me up. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's not like cute, like spy family funny where I'm like, ah, ah, cute. <laughs> you know, like that's how I would have watched these. Five this is just like, I was like, ha ha. Okay. Like, it just didn't really do it for me. Yeah. I did kind of like the world though. Like James said that there's like this, like these beasts all fight and different types of creatures all fighting each other all the time to find out who's going to be on top. You know, like I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of cool. And I, then when that one guy got his head cut off and it was really funny, James, remember his like bodies on the ground and they like pixelated his face. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It. I actually thought it was really funny. That was like the one part where I was like, that was good, you know? Yeah. But, and, uh, well, and the vampire, she's like, is, is, is he okay? Should we do something about this? And yeah. uh, the maid's like, nah, just he's dead. Corpse. Yeah. yeah. And then it was <laughs> okay, funny. And then she was like, should we get him like flowers or something? And then the um, maid is like, you should spit on his corpse. Cause she's like a, like harder, like yeah. you know, vicious woman or whatever. And so I was like, like that was actually like that whole bit was good, but it was just kind of like the rest of it. I was just kind of like, nah, like, I, I don't know. Unless James or somebody else watches it and they're like, dude, it blew up the next two episodes. Like, it's yeah. just, like the first episode really didn't do it for me. Again, the three episode rule, like, maybe some really heavy, dark, wild actions coming. But I just like, the first episode was just like, it was like a, a little too fluffy. Of, it was a seven out of 10 in, in funniness to me. I understand yeah. that like, if someone wants that horniness, then it's like, maybe that would rise it up. That doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. And then the action wasn't really there in this episode. So for me, it was just kind of like a kind of funny. And, and a lot of the jokes are specifically about how the little the little lowly vampire is getting groped on by all these older women. It's mm. like, that's like the, that's one of the main jokes is that yeah. her, her maid like ends up undressed and cuddling her in bed. Oh yeah. That, that, I that was like, is like, I made out with you in your sleep and took pictures of it. So like, it's that kind of humor. My face. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just yeah. like, what is going on? Like, but there's people who like that, you know? So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Somebody yeah. was like, Oh, if you like horny and uh, oh, high school DXD is yeah. what we're talking about. I do not like horny. <laughs> like, I like, I like, I'm so like shonen, seen in, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. it's so funny. Like, I uh, actually like have that DVD set somewhere up here, and people are always offering me a ton of money for it because I guess it's like super popular with people who do like horny. High school acting. DXD? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like people were always like, I, like I put it on sale on Mercari once, and people were like throwing money at it, and I was like, shoot, maybe I should keep this thing, you know, like let it like accrue wealth back there. Yeah, but yeah. um, it's like it's just it. That's not my deal. I understand there's an audience that likes it. It's just like cool. It's just if, yeah. if you like that stuff, you'll probably like it. It's just not for me. So I'm, I'm gonna say something somewhat controversial. So this is uh, James's controversial take here. Uh, I like horny in anime when it feels like it is being made by uh, a perspective that is experienced with getting down. I knew he was going to say that. I was yeah. like, I was waiting for James to find uh, the, so like, the, like, 
you know, professional way of saying I like sex scenes made by people who who probably had sex. That's yes. what he's thinking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's that's like, so funny. Uh, more diplomatically. I like sex scenes that are made by people that aren't obviously terrified of the concept of touching another person. Yeah. yeah. That's my uh, yeah. There was just no realness to it. It was just like all very like over the top, you know? And I was just like, all right, cool. But I'm over it, you know? So anyway, (laughs) that's my, that's my take on it. Yeah. Is that my legacy, Lindsay? Yeah, you, you have to put scholar of horniness. Someone put James is a scholar of horniness. Instead of at Kate the Beckett, next next time we do after show, it just says at Dr. Horny PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah, you need to change. You need to change your title right now. You not know what's funny is like I think I can do it for him. <laughs> I'm sure oh, James no. would love yeah, that. Yeah, he's um, like, please don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh gosh, James, I'm scared. This is a, it's a sequel to Doctor Horrible that no one asked for. I have a yeah. PhD. Oh, Doctor Horrible was good. That was the musical one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> That's my okay. <laughs> so the okay. the next one I wanted to talk about doesn't have any horniness at all. It, it it's not an isekai, but it is a kind of like a time travel. And this is called Tear Moon Empire. And I had heard really good things about this. The light novels are really popular. Main character, her name is Mia. She's basically Marie Antoinette. It, it's like fantasy flavor. French Revolution, right? Like she, they even bring up the famous "Let them eat cake." Only she says it's "Let them eat meat" instead. But there's a direct reference to it. So the idea is that her empire falls. She's put into jail. She's held there for three years. She's beheaded, but then wakes up in bed again as a twelve-year-old child, still the same person and everything. So it's like she's got a, a second chance to um, not be a horrible noble and well, maybe... and she specifically has her diary from yes that so like she has like her in the moment because it seems like her memory is a little foggy but then yeah. she can read her diary where she's like oh my god i've been so miserable for for years i was such a horrible person to all of these people i yeah. deserve everything that's coming to me it's like oh, yeah okay. give yeah so it's it's more about her like getting another chance and possibly averting you know, the entire empire falling due to like financial, because, you know, it's same with the aristocracy in France to some degree, like people were starving, there was a famine, there was, you know, disease, and then the nobles were living in luxury and, you know, they had access to food and whatever. And then uh, long story short, uh, the civilians rose up and, and overthrew them and murdered all of the lineage so that they couldn't ever rise to power again. So um, she's going to try and prevent that this time around by what I feel like is being a good person. Empathy. Not kicking her staff, you know, not throwing things at her staff, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Sure rule. It very much has last boss queen, the last boss heretical queen. That was what it was kind of like. It was like, you know, she was a villainess and then she came back, but she had the opportunity to do good. Unfortunately, the animation was equivalent to Johnny Quest circa the 90s, not the, the 60s, not that bad. Was the original in the 60s or did I just make that up? It was uh, old. You all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it yeah. 70s? Okay, yeah. yeah. But I was like, but it reminded me le- legit of Johnny Quest when I watched. We you all watched Johnny Quest, you guys did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that the remake where he had a skateboard. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
yeah, that was, yeah. and you remember you thought the animation was so good remember the opening sequence and it's like all like, I probably like it pro- I haven't watched it since I was oh, a kid I so, so I'm gonna good. need to go YouTube that when we get out of here and like read there's, a, there's an episode of the Johnny Quest reboot where the the girl character and Raj I think his name okay, yeah the, Raj the, um, the girl character and Raj I think both got possessed by the ghosts of these like dead lovers or something okay. and it, they, they're like eyes got all glowy it's one of those like weird childhood experiences where for no reason in particular it's imprinted itself onto my brain yeah so when you brought up johnny quest last week and we brought it up again that's the only thing i could think of was yeah. like a scene where i think they're like on a clifftop declaring their love for each other but it's because they're like ghosts and johnny's yeah. like oh my like, gosh i know the episode you're talking about it was right? like a haunted yes one and yes. i wrote a fan fiction as a 12 year old off of that it's episode. a good episode that was it one was of the episodes episode. where i was like that is, is so what, funny and then my dad's like what is this? this i was on microsoft 95 i was like i'm looking at my novel dad yeah. <laughs> like Okay. This is the in and after show lore that I know. I'm so happy. We're all roughly the same age, so it's just like funny the weird childhood yeah. memories. By the way, some people are mad at me for hating on Last Boss Queen. Last Boss Queen had like such a good story. The animation was so bad. I just cannot. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to suggest it or to like put my full support behind it. Yeah. Like, the animation was really rough, and this is my other problem with that show. It was like. Only happy things happen. There was never anything negative. And again, like there are people who like those shows. It's like feel good. But it was like I needed some stakes. Like a little bit of conflict. It was like Sailor Moon. Every week, Sailor Moon wins. You know what I mean? And that was the thing. Every week she just turned she was pride and did pride things and they turned up and won. So um, I love the characters. I love the world. I I like really had high hopes for it but it was just like the animation just really put me out of it and it's just like there needs to be something that like you know pride has to like fight against like it was just like she just overcomes everything which is great but it for like some people like that just for me it's like she's got to have something it got boring it was like i can't yeah yeah Yeah. anyway and i I do kind of wonder a little bit if tear moon is gonna follow in the same footsteps although people reassure me that like it actually gets pretty political in there um first episode you know she basically re- befriends the maid that visited her almost every day in prison and would like comb her hair even though she had treated her like crap when she actually employed her so they befriends her makes her her handmaiden and now she's um trying to find this guy that's mentioned in her diary who's supposed to be actually pretty smart about the finances like tried to steer the the aristocracy out of you know, just spending money willy nilly. So she's going to try, I think, team up with him to like come up with a good financial plan. So I don't think there's going to be battles of any kind, like as far as like sword fights and whatnot, but I don't know. It might actually be more like the crown or something like that, depending on how far they kind of want to get into it. But overall, like, yeah, thought it looked really nice. It seems like a pretty sweet show. Um, I don't know if I, I might check in on it after three episodes of people start talking about it, like picking up, but it might be a little too slow for me personally. So. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the one more thing on where... last boss queen. Sorry. Sorry, James. Oh, no. Oh, I just, I feel like uh, one comment. Kind of where... oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, literally all I had to say is the, the other thing about last boss queen is that there was some weird foot fetish thing going. I remember Lindsay. Like, uh, I remember. Yeah. Someone's foot got licked and lick her feet. And then that's all I had to say now to James. But yeah, so that I'm done. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, follow um, up the foot thing, James. 
Uh, two things. One, um, the episode of Johnny Quest that we were thinking of is Ghost Quest. So if anyone oh. wants to look up that classic. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, and then two, I feel like um, uh, Tear Moon is the kind of show that will be like the ideal if you're sick at home on a Saturday and you just need something like kind of cute, oh. but not like too popcorn bubblegummy. I yeah. think that would be, that's like, that's going to be my sick day show. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Okay. Um, another one I checked I'm out. I'm like down the rabbit hole of Ghost Quest, Johnny <laughs> Quest wiki fandom. I'm like, what? Why did I do yeah. this? But anyway, sorry. What's our next show? Uh, the next show, um, this is Precure in Full Bloom. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to check this out for a number of reasons. One, it got a lot of really great comments from our reviewers in the preview guide. Um, my familiarity with Precure is like very surface level. Like I know what it is. I recognize the characters. It's been ongoing for uh, over maybe 20 years now and which is why this show mm. is coming out um the characters in this show uh directly re refer back to a previous season if i remember correctly i think it's yes pre precure five and also there's supposed to be splash star characters in it so i don't have like direct familiarity with those characters but i was excited to see adult magical girls so all the magical girls in this and i presume they're going to eventually have transformations are full-blown adults Main character here works as a elementary school teacher. Um, and one of the other characters, Rin, is working as like a jewelry designer. Um, she also, you know, like is part of a, in a soccer club, I think. We haven't really caught up with exactly what the other girls are doing, although they, they do show up at the end of this episode. Um, it does still seem probably mostly like a similar pre-cure formula in that like the girls are getting together. There's kind of like the daily problem where in, in this one, it's going to go, it's going to last more than a single episode, but it's one of her students. Uh, her dad's business is failing. Her parents are going to get a divorce. The dad is drinking too much now. And uh, there's some sort of like kind of evil entity lurking in the background that looks to feed off of people's apathy about the environment, which I've also found interesting. Like the main bad guy seems to be fueled by, global warming and pollution <laughs> and how horrible well, we're i'm not the planet. watching this but like you're selling me on this oh really yeah well you're like it's magical girls and they're adults and then i'm like yeah they're all like probably no, that's, like that's 28 like... or something yeah. they're yeah but is it like modica or is it like sailor moon no like, no it's, it's, it's gonna be more like sailor is, moon this is pre-cure it is still very okay, much yeah I've, i one time <laughs> okay so Lindsay and i used to work together a lot on a um video project called the list and so i had to look up all of this i forgot what it was we did like one video on like the pre best pre-cure i don't even know what it was and i had to watch so many pre-cure episodes because i was like editing it at the time and i was just like what is this like it was just <laughs> it was i love sailor moon like do not i have a sailor moon tattoo like i love sailor moon but that like pre-cure is like so sugary and saccharine it's bright and colorful and pretty it's just like I well, probably would have loved it. A little younger than Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. The target yeah. audience for it is like school girls. It's no, got to be like nine, nine to like yeah, 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 yeah. More like yeah, early, early grade school to later grade school. Now again, 
there are a lot of magical girl fans that enjoy the stuff that are that are adults this is like their comfort show yeah, and like i fully sure, respect yeah. that but it is produced specifically for children there's a toy tie-in line that's very popular that comes out for every new show with their transformation wands and all of that sort of thing so I would expect going into it, like there's probably going to be kind of like a moral of the episode. Mm -hmm. Sailor Moon used to do the same thing. There was always sort of this underlying like moral lesson about how to treat people better or, you know, things like that. Yeah. You're going to get that here. And I just do find it really interesting that like, it does seem the overarching villainous theme of this is climate change. Yeah. It's kind of cute. I'm like, tell me if it gets good. If like you're like, and not hypnosis my good, like validly good. Not like you're like, this is <laughs> Lindsay legit was like, Jackie, look at this like great screenshot from Hypnosis Mike. Like, look what you're missing out on. And it was like whack, yeah, whack funny. shit or something. All your shit is whack. Yeah, I have it. And I, I was just like, folder. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. I don't know who created that. Like, did Dustin watch it, Jackie? No, I did not. Oh. He, he literally was like, hey, what's that anime that Lindsay wanted to watch? I was like, no, it was a joke. <laughs> no, would not watch Hypnosis Mike. By the way, my boyfriend, let's just to hype Dustin some more. Yeah. I asked him for a sweatshirt and he gave me this awesome Cowboy Bebop one. And I was just like, good choice. Oh, yeah. Look, can you yeah. see the A on there? You can go. Wow. Yeah. Is that nice? Yeah. And I was just like, good choice. You can't really see it. But anyway, he's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. He's an anime boyfriend. We love him. So um, anyway. at least when it comes to Precure, I think I'm going to, I'm going to keep watching this one if only because I want to see the transformation sequences. And if those hook me, this could very easily be something that like, I just chill out to watch. Mm -hmm. But Jackie, they open with telling you that the polar bears are dying. Like, yeah. They go right. I don't know. I like, like low key. I'm kind of interested. She teaches it to the whole class. She's like, "What's one? What's happening to the polar bears due to climate change?" And the kids are like, "They're dying." <laughs> I think my favorite part of the episode, though, is when the, can when we put that on WTF anime? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have a have um. I'll send it to Stephen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. And hypnosis, Mike. I yeah. think my favorite part of the episode was when. Um, the two former precures were getting uh, were getting drunk together, having yeah. their their weekly uh, uh, wine and dine sesh. Yeah, and they're just like, man, wasn't life easier before we knew how much the world sucked and we could just fix things with magic? Like, <laughs> That's like we, we had we had yeah. literal magic powers, and now we have to like hmm. watch people struggle and not be able I'm to intrigued. do anything about it. Yeah, like, yeah, they drink know. like the magical girls drink in this. Like they go out drinking and like talk about yeah, how I, much their job sucks and stuff it's, if it yeah. if it's if you end up liking it let me know because yeah. i'm it was definitely not on my yeah well, sure yeah what do we have left we did tier tier moon oh well, we got to do this one this one's on hulu only so people might have forgotten about it but this is undead unluck i did not watch this one but it was one that at the trailer watch party i was excited for jackie there is so much blood in this show okay there i gotta is. watch it <laughs> there is. i'm gonna watch you after this and i heard that the gropey stuff gets better so that's like the big caveat from the people say it for the beginning of the manga and they also say it and it's also present in this episode is we've got our main guy who ends up by the end being named andy which is weird for me personally if you watch the show you know why um he is, he's, his power is that he can't die. He's undead. And then the main, the other main character, Fuko, her power is unluck, which means that if anyone makes physical contact with her, it has to be like skin to skin in some way, um, something bad happens to them. So due to this, she's been like kind of isolated. Like she can't have 
you know, any kind of touch. Like the, it started off when she was a kid and her parents kissed her goodbye while they were going to go on a trip. And then their plane exploded and she was orphaned. So like she feels responsible for her parents' deaths, for instance. Um, she hasn't had her hair cut because she's afraid that the hairstylist would die if they touched her hair. And she's planning to commit suicide at the beginning of the episode. So that's like kind of heavy. Like she finishes her favorite manga and then is going to jump off a bridge. Um, he thinks that if he makes enough physical contact with her, he'll finally be able to die. So that's like how it starts, but he's really egregious about it. He's naked for most of the episode. She does not want him to touch her. She's running away from him while he's trying to put his hands up her shirt, like all those other. Yeah. So it's just like not funny um, and kind of uncomfortable. Of course it's animated really well. Like we've pointed out. Um, and you might remember from the trailer watch party, that part, is supposed to scale down significantly and then there ends up being more like a you know like an evil organization plot of all these people who have unpowers of some kind and mm. it's going to turn into like a battle manga with lots of fighting and there's lots of cool fight scenes in this first episode because this guy can get beheaded he can get chopped up he can get exploded and then he like reforms back together like will regrow his spine out of nothing and all these other kinds of sort of cool effects it looks like a titan like forming an attack on Titan. I have like a screenshot of it. Thing yeah. Like muscles and bones growing like on top of each other. Yeah. His face always looks wow, like Wow, that looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so he's gropy. Yeah. He's, he's uh, for whatever it's worth, and I know this doesn't make it good. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it, it at the very least, he's not in any way like intended. What, what he intends doesn't really matter, but he doesn't intend it in like a sexual way. Like he's not getting off on it or anything. Yeah. He just thinks that the more like the the more what what he has he, he phrases it like a the more surface area I make contact with, the more bad luck I will get and therefore will maybe die more. Um so it's again for people that are not a fan of that kind of humor, that's not gonna make it better. Yeah. But the whole thing is played with such like Tom and Jerry levels of cartoony. Yeah, that's like, true. Over the topness that it's, it's like, it's, I would say it's maybe even a little less. I know um, some people still have a bit of a hard time with like Kill La Kill. Yeah. And I would say it's even maybe a little more cartoony than that. Okay. It's, it's like, I love Kill La Kill. So yeah. I'm like, that would be like Kill La Kill, I think, I think it won't be too bad, but it's still not the best thing. I'm, I'm hoping they tone it down soon. Yeah. And that's what I've been reassured is like, yeah, this, this element in particular scales back heavily and then it gets more into being more like a traditional like, kind of wacky fighting anime with an evil yeah. organization and all these other kinds of stuff and being lost about him. Jackie, one of his powers is that he can fly because he chops off his legs and uses his blood geysers as jet rockets. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I yeah. probably would like this one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that one's that one's on Hulu or Disney Plus, depending on like your region. Oh, I have, I have Disney Plus. So okay. yeah. Well, if you're in the U.S., you'll need Hulu. But if you're like in Europe okay. or Southeast Asia, you need Disney Plus. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um. Okay. So what's last is Eminence, right? Yeah. 
Okay. So you get to talk about. I mean, this is awesome. Go watch it. Um, okay, so Shadow is back. They're in the lawless city and um, the cult of Diablos. We don't know what's going on with them. So they're moving on to the lawless city and there's this red moon and uh, they're taking down Elizabeth, the like epic vampire. And um, she's she like... supposed to be like Elizabeth Bathory because people usually make Elizabeth you know Bathory. I don't know. Okay. I didn't think of that. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. yeah. Or like maybe loosely. Right. But yeah, they already yeah. introduced the vampire hunter. And then um, there's these two. So basically the, um, I believe Elizabeth is in the red tower and then there's a white, white tower and a black tower and like some guy named juggernaut something is in the black tower and there's this like white fox girl who's in uh the white tower and she's called like yukahime i believe and they're just okay. all baddies and um it's bringing back sid's like amazing humor like he's just like the, the jokes are ridiculous it's so funny i did a recap um on eminence for high dive and then everybody yeah. was like no the recap in the episode's better and it's literally sid and he's like this happened and then this happened and yeah a lot of a lot of stuff happened moving on like that's literally his recap <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. not a joke it's like in the anime you know what i mean like that's he's funny. just like yeah. so he just doesn't give up about anything and the funniest <laughs> part is that like he he thinks he's making up like the cult of diablos and then they end up being real but the whole time he doesn't even really think they're real and so he's like yeah. there's a red moon so i'm gonna make up this whole like vampire queen arc and then like yeah. literally like elizabeth is like being summoned in the tower by like lord crimson and they all have amazing names like lord yeah. Crimson and like juggernaut you know what i mean like yeah and it's definitely like like i think i told you all last time in the in season one one of the villains names is perv asshat like it's just yeah. like stupid you know but um i've been trying to get Lindsay and james to watch this one it's like i think one of the best shown and out right now uh it's definitely does not have the heaviness of like jjk um but it's just like makes fun of isekais and makes in fun of shonen anime yeah. and um i love just how batty all the women characters are there's so many great like women characters and some people are like don't love shadow because like i don't think he talks down to the women but he just like they all have crushes on him and he's kind of an a-hole to all of them yeah um but like, yeah, that's like his character right that exactly and he's just kind of like but he's just not aware of anything he's just yeah. like in his own world, you know what I mean? Um, but the, the girl characters are just so badass. And like, I'm really excited for this. It's, there's a ghoul freaking like takeover and there's vampires. And it's just like, I don't know how, it just like speaks to my shonen heart like so much. So. I have, I have an impromptu prompt for you, uh, Jackie. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the whole screen to do it. And maybe we can cut it into a shorter video later, but. I want you to personally rank the baddies of Eminence and Shadow. Oh my gosh. Okay, right now? Oh no, we lost. No, I, we're still here. I'm just giving no, you the whole scheme. You scared me. Oh, you mean the Sorry. whole Sorry. <laughs> okay, gosh. Okay, Um, for the, the best, the best girls. Okay, so I'm a big Gamma fan. She's really, really smart, but she has like no physical abilities. And so she's like tripping all over herself. But like, I don't think that... I don't think that the shadow garden would be anything without gamma. So she's definitely top Delta. She has, doesn't wear a lot of clothes. She's got cat ears and she's extremely violent and, um, is just like adorable and cute. So I love Delta as well. Uh, 
Epsilon plays the piano. Her whole like boob insecurity with Beta makes me not like her as much, but like I still kind of low key like Epsilon a lot. Um, Beta's got to be on the list. I love Beta. I think that she's super smart. Sometimes you don't know if she's like conniving and she's like tricking and deceiving people, but she's extremely loyal to Shadow. But um, I always think she has more up her sleeve than people give her credit for. Alpha is the strongest woman in the show so far. I'm waiting to see anyone who's stronger than Alpha. And honorable mentions, uh, I love Aurora. I think that we're going to see more of Aurora in season two. I, like, spoiler alert, I don't know. I'm just assuming, like, we have to see more of Aurora. I know she kind of, like, disappeared, but this can't be the end of Aurora. Like, she was one of my favorites. Uh, Beatrix is so freaking cool. And I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, I like Alexia a lot too. Alexia is Iris Midgar's sister and she's like the fencer ordinaire, but like she's like ordinary in everything she does. Um, but she's like just so determined and has a really good sense of humor. And I'm done. That was awesome. I like was it. Okay, good. Yeah. We should cross also that and put that on. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that we could. I also, isn't there a character named Rose? I thought I, yes, heard. there's Rose and Rose is really cool too. Um, so Rose, so they have like all these kingdoms. It's really cool lore. So Rose is a transfer student from the Oriana kingdom. And so she's going to Midgar Academy with, um, shadow and alexia and iris and all them and so but then all the stuff goes south with the oriana kingdom in the second part of season one and it's really compelling it's like really really and i'm telling you right now it has the the finale of season one has one of the best action scenes i've seen in a long time it's but it's a tri fight i don't want to tell you who's in it but yeah, it's a tri yeah. fight and it's so good like they're fighting on top of trains. They're fighting on top of buildings. Like, I love it's just, when people fight on top of trains. I love like, they can pull that out in any movie. If people are fighting on top of a train and a tunnel always shows up and you got to duck down. Yeah, and they the continue. Always good. Always good. Did you see the new Mission Impossible movie? I have not. There's some there's some good train fight. Is there's there, a good train fight in there? Oh, there's a great um, train fight. In there. On a side note, have you guys seen Invincible on Amazon? It is non-anime, but it's an animated series. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I think I I think I it's would. It's finally like... coming back soon. I know it's coming back in November. When Lindsay brought up the train fight, all I remembered was when Omni Man holds up. Yeah. Up. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Lindsay, you should watch in Invincible is an anime. Yeah. Like it's just it's so bloody and dark and like like people be, it's 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 not anime. It's it's like by all like definitions not. It's I think it's from a American studio, you know, etc. But um but you just can tell the people who made it watched a lot of anime. Yeah, yeah like the there was an episode with the um one of the main characters named Adam Eve and I thought it was like totally paying homage to Akira the whole time Akira, whichever way you want to say it. Like yeah. I was just like, there was so much Akira vibes in it. And I was just so, and the whole Invincible also pulls from like, it's obviously pulling from Superman, Batman, like, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But like, Lindsay, it's so Is dark. Is it so good? Oh. Just watch the first episode and you can't watch it with your boys. It's violent. Okay. Watch the first episode. Super R-rated. Okay. When, when yeah. the first episode ended, Dustin and I sat there in silence for like, 10 seconds and i was like what did we just watch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like 80s ova oh, okay okay yeah 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 yeah. it reminded me of like the animation looks like batman the animated series okay. or justice league remember when we were kids yeah and so you're mm -hmm. like cool cute show yeah. you know what i mean and yeah it's gonna be fun and then it just goes so dark 
The writing is so good. Like, that's honestly one of my favorite shows right now. Also, on another note, Gen V has been really fun to watch. I was just say, and the boys, Amazon superhero shows are really uh, I fell off the boys after season. Oh, the boys, two, oh, the boys is great. Oh, the boys is so good. I just, I just started getting yeah. kind of like, kind of felt like two steps forward, one step back over and over again. Where did we stop? Mm, I feel like it was in season two. Okay. So, so I, I don't even think I finished had, season uh, two. Like they, I think they may have revealed that you know uh, Stormfront was a Nazi, but um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was I thought season two was the weakest season. Season okay. three is season three has Jensen not. Ackles playing like oh. Stephen Ackles. He's uh, he's basically what if Captain America was actually a guy from the forties? And it's oh like, okay, <laughs> he's yeah. sexist, he's misogynistic, he's but he's super powerful, right? right? So he's like Captain America power level, but then he's not a good person. Like that's the greatest thing about the boys and Invincible is that yeah. like we think that these people have superpowers and they're going to be like Superman. Right. But the yeah. problem is like, that would probably not be the case. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's um, why I love those shows. So yeah. Just make sure if you do ever watch season three and you've seen the first two seasons, so you know this, but this goes for anyone out there that's listening for the love of all that is good and holy. Do not watch that show within like 150 feet of polite company maybe even a couple miles yeah uh, season three has genuinely the most graphic and off the wall opening scene to the season it's the first time i've ever watched anything on any streaming platform where i thought i I don't think this is allowed. I don't think you can show this. But oh, really? They're doing. Well, maybe I, maybe I'll pick it back up again because that There's is intriguing to me. There's some stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, like you're like they. The did funniest that. part that I remember was you know the Aquaman guy trying to free that dolphin. Yeah. Oh funny. gosh. Oh, there's some. Um, I just thought uh, about the other Jackie. One. You're gonna know what I'm, I'm. I'm talking about the basically the. Uh, Lindsay, you remember that joke they made about Ant Man? And Thanos way back, the joke like Yeah, I actually just had a conversation with my husband about that joke yesterday. So the boys does that does that. And you see all of it. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. They do. And uh, <laughs> they let do me just say they, they go in from the other end. They do that. They do that. They oh, like no. everything that you Honestly, I would say wa- I would say watch Invincible with your husband. I think Invincible is better than The Boys. To be, I honest. was watching I The Boys that. with my husband as well. But yeah, yeah we just sort of fall off. Um, LFR last last reference to American TV before we got to go. You did you watch Hannibal? Oh, I watched the fuck out of Hannibal. Of Hannibal, course, I watched Hannibal. Hannibal. One of the best TV shows of the last twenty years. Oh wow, I didn't want to go watch that. I'm man. scared of cannibal stuff. I don't know. You're no, scared a lot of, of there's it. There's a lot of cannibal stuff in yeah. there. Yeah, there's a lot in there. Hannibal is the most anime live action TV series ever made. That is yeah. like the is. ultimate like dark it's BL. murder. Yeah, that's like that's like the ultimate dark murder yaoi, like ever. Like yeah. straight up. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't know I mean, how good we had it. Like that show is so delightfully, wonderfully twisted. And then it, I mean, and it's just overtly gay. It is just like okay. very yeah. gay, and like the actors have come out and been like, "Yeah, we pretty much, yeah, that was, you know." Was that Mads Mikkelsen as them? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll check it out. Where is that even available? I think it's Amazon or uh, Netflix, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember where I watched it. To be honest, it might be also on one True of Detective's like... really good. I watched. Yeah. 
we're going to keep talking about prestige American TV. Uh, True Detective season one is really good. Uh, not for the mystery part so much as just like Woody Harrelson being. It's got that show's got vibes. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah, vibes. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. I think that's all the all the premieres that we'll probably be talking about next week. We'll be back with um, Jujutsu Kaisen and maybe follow up on one of these series that we felt Hannibal's on Hulu. Uh, one of these series that we felt continued um to be right, well, you just yelled that out your animals, animals on animals. thanks thanks nick um <laughs> so yeah we'll be continuing with jujitsu kaisen and maybe in um another series or two that will fluctuate in between uh depending on what holds our attention we think has got a good talkable talk points i'm running out of english so it, that means it's time for for me to stop so thank you everyone for showing up and we'll see you again next week same time uh 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern on youtube twitter facebook uh wherever your local videos are sold bye okay.